Why should we support Israel? Well, I'm going to give you a reason this week that I call a moral reason, because ironically, the Christian religion, which was an offshoot of Judaism founded by the Jewish Messiah, based on the teachings of love and forgiveness, was used by the devil to bring hatred, persecution, and even murder of the Jewish people. Something went horribly wrong. The church failed the Jewish people, and today we have the opportunity to make amends for that and to build a new relationship with them built on mutual respect. So stick with me today and learn more about this critical reason why we all need to stand with Israel. Welcome to the Israel Answers series, connecting Israel, the Bible, and you. Join Susan Michael as she explores timely issues and current events from a scriptural perspective to equip the Christian world with a balanced and biblical response. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes, which will ignite your faith and bring the Bible to life in your everyday world. Now, let's join Susan with your Israel Answers. Well, so far in our Why Support Israel series, I have given you a list of what I call personal reasons, uh, a list of practical reasons, and this week I'm going to give you moral reasons why Christians particularly, but actually everyone, should stand with Israel. So I want to be very clear here. Christianity did not cause the Holocaust, but Christian anti-Judaism, which led to centuries of anti-Semitism, this made the Holocaust possible. So the lesson for us today is to be careful of the seeds that we plant. As Christians, we should walk in compassion and forgiveness as our Lord taught us to. And if the church had only obeyed the teachings of Jesus, and walked in humility and compassion, the Holocaust might never have happened. Now, the theological seeds that were sown started in the first century, when the relationship between mainstream Judaism and this new offshoot, offshoot of Judaism, which became known as Christianity, as the two began to have friction between them. It's a, a complicated situation, takes a lot more explanation than I'm going to give it today. But I do cover this in uh, earlier episodes, which I will link to in today's show notes. Now, the dispute between Jewish Christians and the Jewish leaders uh, created a schism. And by 132 AD, when there was the what's known as the Bar Kokhba revolt, this is sort of known as the split between the church and the synagogue. Up until then, Christianity was more or less seen as a part of Judaism, and it was kind of like an interfamily squabble, but it got worse and it got worse, and gradually it changed until the point at 135, it was just split. Now, the, uh, we had the same kind of gradual thing happening within the early church itself which started out as a very Jewish uh, faith. Uh, as the church became more and more made up of Gentiles, they lost the Jewishness, they lost the appreciation for the Jewish roots. And so this church was becoming very, very different. 
And that also increased the split between it and, and the Jewish roots. Well, some of the early church fathers in the second and third century began to preach against Judaism because they were trying to make the separation. And there were legal reasons for this. There were all kinds of, it's a complicated situation. But I just want to give you the highlights here, that this anti-Judaism teaching in order to separate the church from Judaism laid the groundwork for then centuries of anti-Semitism itself, where it wasn't just against the Jewish faith, it became against the Jewish people. And the church began a teaching known as the teaching of contempt of the Jewish people. And this gave the Christians the right to actually persecute the Jewish people in their midst. And so it's a long history, and I'm going to link in the show notes to earlier episodes where I do cover some of this history for you. But just to give you a few examples, Jewish children were kidnapped and forced to be baptized uh, in order to save them. Jews were rounded up sometimes and beaten as a highlight of Easter celebrations uh, since they deserved it as the, quote, murderers of Jesus. And so this anti-Jewish theology became a degrading for the Jews. And in the Middle Ages, there were all kinds of laws um, against the Jewish people. They couldn't own property. They couldn't work in certain professions. Um, they were eventually forced to live in walled ghettos. Some countries actually kicked them out of their countries altogether, the expulsions. And um, the Protestant Reformation, when it came along, it wasn't any better towards the Jews. At first, Martin Luther began to be friendly to the Jewish people, and then later in life, he turned against them, and he wrote very anti-Semitic writings. And um, so, un unfortunately, uh, even the father of the Protestant Reformation was no better than the earlier Catholic and other traditions. So now, this is the uh, quick scan over 1500 years of history, but then um, it's no coincidence, I, I believe, that it was in Martin Luther's country, Germany, that 400 years later, the Holocaust took place. And um, Hitler, not only referred to earlier Catholic uh, legislation against the Jews, but he reprinted Martin Luther's writings against the Jews and distributed them widely. So it, Martin Luther really did help prepare the way for the Holocaust. And, um, you know, it's, you got to understand, Hitler didn't really start uh, uh, this. What he did is he took it to its final endpoint which was the attempted extermination of the Jewish people. And he used previous uh, Catholic anti-Jewish legislation and built his own laws. Um, so we laid the foundation, the Christian church, um, in one of its forms or the other or all uh, laid the groundwork for this. Now, this tragic history that I have just fled over and have massacred it by moving so quickly um, it should cause every Christian to seek ways to make amends and to establish a new relationship with the Jewish people, a relationship that's built on mutual respect, 
not condemnation. And uh, we as Christians need to repent for this history, and we need to seek to make amends. And one way to do that is to work in partnership with your local Jewish community in support of Israel. Likewise, we should condemn modern forms of anti-Semitism, and top of the list is the delegitimization and demonization of Israel, which is a demonization of the people of Israel, and which they're just a subset of the Jewish people worldwide. And that's why if we allow this demonization of Israel to grow and uh, flourish, it endangers Jews all over the world because it is anti-Semitism, it is fanned by the flames of anti-Semitism, and it fans the flames of anti-Semitism. So we as Christians should learn from this past and stand against the modern forms of anti-Semitism. Now my last point today is a point that takes us beyond Christians to anyone listening to me today and anyone in the world. We need to support Israel because doing so, we are supporting justice. Now, I know Israel is usually blamed for creating an unjust situation for the Palestinians, but actually, Israel's founding brought justice to the Jewish people who were finally allowed to defend themselves and to determine their own future. For 2,000 years, they were at the mercy of everybody else in the world. Wherever they lived, they were a minority, and they were usually a persecuted minority. And um, so we need to see and realize that the existence of the state of Israel finally brings justice to them after all of this suffering. And it has all changed now, and we need to support their freedom to govern themselves, their freedom to defend themselves, and to help them uh, to become the light to the nations that they are called to be. And that is what is happening now that they are back in their land. They are going to be that light shining to the nations, and we need to support that. So that wraps up today's uh, moral reasons for supporting Israel. Next week, I'm going to give you legal reasons. And if you're ready to go to Israel with me now, you just go in today's show notes, sign up for our tour interest list, and please stay on the line. We've got two offers for you. Well, hey, give me one more minute. I have two very special offers for you. First is, all you ladies out there, we have scheduled a women's tour to Israel this November, November 2nd through the 12th. I invite you to go with me to the land of the Bible. Let's walk the land. Let's talk the Bible. Let's have our faith restored and ignited and strengthened for the days in which we live. To sign up, I want you to go down below into today's show notes and sign up for our tour interest list. We will send you all the information. Or if it's easier, just call our tours department line at 866 866- 393-5890. That's 866-393-5890. I want to travel Israel with you. Now, my second offer is a free download that we have developed just for you called 
10 Reasons for Christians to Support Israel. Over the coming weeks, I'm going to be talking about a lot of these reasons, but I want you to have this download so that you can be preparing yourself, that you can share it with your friends and colleagues, and invite them to listen in each week as I will be going over some of these reasons and going a little bit farther into depth. So in today's show notes, we link directly to this downloadable 10 Reasons Why Christians Should Support Israel. Or you can go to the outofzionshow.com landing page, click on Resources, and we should have a link there for you as well. So take advantage of this free download, and I will see you back here next week, fully informed, ready to learn some more. Until then, God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Out of Zion with Susan Michael. Be sure to subscribe to Out of Zion now on Apple Podcasts, cpnshows.com, YouTube, or wherever you like to listen and learn. Out of Zion with Susan Michael is a production of ICEJ USA, all rights reserved.